Hello, and welcome back to another FACT podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique. And today, we're going to just do a short little uh, follow-up to a couple of the other podcasts, but to answer the question, what is the secret to losing weight? What is the secret to gaining weight? What is the secret to fat loss? Uh, You turn on the TV and you get plenty of commercials and barragement of this is the best way to eat. This is the best diet. I can go back all the way to the 80s where fats were bad. People were eating margarine, which is basically plastic. And that's the way your liver sees it. Your gastrointestinal tract sees it. So we were eating basically chemicals that were closer to plastic than food. So everyone avoided fats, and then they realized, well, fat's not it. We need fats for our brain, our nervous system to function. Good fats are healthy for your heart and for your immune system. So now we've moved that carbs are the evil thing. Now, real quick, we developed as omnivores. You know, we jumped out of the trees, what, 1.5 million years ago? I always say 6 million years ago because... Um, some of the earliest uh, upright wa- walking hominids that had mobile SI joints, sacroiliac joints, most likely started walking around then. Either way, over a million years ago, uh, we jumped out of the trees and we ate whatever we could. That's why our brain case expanded, our, our skulls expanded, our brains expanded because we were constantly getting fed. That's important because then we had time for other intellectual thoughts Um, emotions, all those things, which led to the dominance of the human race. What led to the dominance of the human race? Being an omnivore, eating everything, eating carbohydrates, fats, proteins, animal material, you know, meat, um, vegetable material. So we don't have to go into the science of that. Maybe I'll do a podcast just on that because I know there's a lot of vegans out there, vegetarians, and some of them are using pseudoscience. Some of them have some good science behind it. But again, you know, my background's in biology, cell biology, and understanding the science of how things work. And you can't change over a million years of history. You just can't. So no matter how you feel, it makes you feel. And usually there's an individual reason, specific individual reason that individual feels better on a plant-based diet. And that's okay. Go for it. You know, that's, that's a healing diet. That's medicine. That's therapy. But therapeutic um, dietary intervention does not equal what's good for the survival of the species. That's something to think about. So anyway, so what is the secret to losing fat? Um, what is the secret to gaining weight? There's a lot of thin and uh, smaller lifters out there, athletes, 14-year-old football players that are trying to Uh, eat cans of weight gainer and trying to figure out what to do. Um, Recently, actually yesterday, an old training partner of mine, Doug, sent me a picture of me coaching him when I was like 17, 18, or 19. I'm going to shoot from, say, 18. It looks like it's from that era. And I was at about, oh, 7% body fat, maybe 8. Definitely had abs and veins through my abs. Um... And deadlifting 800 pounds, setting world records as a teenager. Well, how did I eat then? Um, later, I've had some back injuries, um, neck injuries, um, knee injuries. 
and decided that I couldn't compete at a certain weight. Um, so I wanted to go up to super heavyweights. You know, I felt that that was better as a master's lifter over 50 to um, win the worlds, which I did, set some records and do those things. And I really didn't change my caloric intake. Calories is the amount of energy units you take in. I did not change my kilocalories. We call them calories. Um, I did not change my calories much at all. I just changed what I ate. I changed the proportion. And that's what a lot of people don't realize. What's the secret to losing weight? What's the secret to gaining weight? It is, in my opinion, and being in this game since the early 80s, late 70s, it's what exactly you eat, how you eat it, and do you feel nutritional gaps? What does that mean? Well, number one, our body needs water. Make sure you're getting enough water. If you want to slow down your metabolism, if you want to gain weight, slightly dehydrate. Go from drinking less than, you know, you try to want to get three quarts to a gallon a day. Someone my size, definitely a gallon a day. If you want to slow down your metabolism, then drink less water. Fred, are you saying I can lose weight by drinking more water? Yes, but I'm always running to the bathroom. Well, it's not the exercise of running to the bathroom that's making you lose weight. It's that your cells are fully hydrated, full of water, because there's water inside our cells, so they can do their metabolic processes without having to slow down. And, and you're not walking around toxic. You'd be amazed when your kidneys, your liver, your bloodstream, your heart, your nervous system, because you're fully hydrated or working, how well you, you can do food. It's amazing. So first thing is make sure you're getting enough water. Three quarts to a gallon throughout the day. Sometimes more if that's what you need. I know there's a lot of formulas out there. I always tell people, just start with three quarts. You'd be amazed if people don't get three quarts of water. You'd be amazed if people don't get a gallon. If you can shoot for a gallon a day, you'd be, you'll see a lifestyle change. And that goes for a 250-pound man or 150-pound woman. Try. Shoot for it. You'll start feeling better. Start adding water. I always People say, well, I don't get that much water. You know what? Add a quart a day. Just add a quart and see what happens. You know, just get a water bottle at your local convenience store, gas station, a clear bottle of whatever smarty water you want, whatever Evian or whatever's out there. Drink your normal water and make sure you finish that thing before you go to bed. And you'll be amazed how you feel and how your metabolism starts working. Second thing is protein. Talked about it in many other podcasts. Make sure you get at least 100 grams of protein. If you're getting enough protein, that's what your body's looking for. One, your body's looking for water. Number two, your body is looking for, looking for uh, protein. It's been looking for it for a million years. One million years you've been looking for protein. You need protein to heal. You need protein for your immune system. You need protein to build. So guess what? You need protein to build hormones. You need protein to build red blood cells, white blood cells. So think about this. If you're not getting enough protein, and your body has to pirate or cannibalize your own tissues, guess what? Your metabolism slows down. Metabolism is the rate. Think of it at the speed that your car is going. You're the, in, you're the car and how fast you're going. You can't heal fast if the, the building blocks are not there. Protein. You can't make hormones or blood cells without protein. So guess what? Your thermostat or your metabolism, the f- speed of your car will slow down. And you can't burn fat or lose anything if your body is in survival mode just trying to scrape together protein. So that will slow it down, not getting enough protein. The third thing is very controversial now because of all the intermittent fasting. And I'm going to tell you availability of food, availability of food. 
It's a psychological thing, and it is a neurological thing. If you eat every two to three hours, like most of the bodybuilders I know who walk around at 200, 250 pounds, ripped with 3% body fat, that means they have veins everywhere because they have paper-thin skin and no fat. Even the athletes I know who do track or CrossFit, they eat four or five meals a day, small meals. And they're not having a pizza. They wouldn't even eat pizza. But they're having three or four small meals a day, sometimes five or six. If you eat more often, that speeds up the metabolism. It also unconsciously tells our nervous system there is no lack, there is no scarcity, there is no famine. And we can turn up the volume on healing, producing new cells, or if you're trying to lose fat, if your body's in a caloric deficit and it's trying to burn off some fat stores, it'll speed that up. Your metabolism will speed up. Whatever you do, whatever that car is doing, you're running at 55 miles an hour instead of 30 in town. That is because you're eating more often. And I tell people, well, what about snacks? Well, yeah, just snack. You know, have your breakfast. Two hours later, have a protein-laden snack or a fat-laden snack to give you a little energy. Stay away from the carbs. There's a reason for that. So changing how often you eat, when you eat, how you eat. Just the fact of eating speeds up the metabolism. A lot of people have kind of looked at, you know, intermittent fasting. That's where you only eat during like a couple hour period, a couple three hour period, once a day, try to get all your calories in, overeat during that period. One, they're reducing their overall calorie intake because it's almost impossible to get all the calories you you need during that, that period. Second, guess what? You're speeding up your metabolism by loading all that food in. So either eating a lot at once kind of speeds the metabolism up to try to digest the food because for a million years we've been trying to survive. And if we get food in our belly, we want to store it. We want to process it. It's important. It's life-saving. Food is life-saving. If we're grazing all the time, that speeds up metabolism. Also, it has a good psychological feel. Unconsciously and consciously, you're telling your nervous system there is no lack, there is no famine, there is no scarcity, and there's plenty of food available. Even if you're only doing, you know, 300 calories per meal, you're constantly getting something. You're constantly getting something in there. A lot of people say, well, I'm really hungry on this kind. Well, yeah, you're going to be a little hungry. You know, you have to be hungry to lose weight. The opposite is true in gaining weight. Change your proportion. You have to eat more carbohydrates because your body can easily change all that glucose, high glucose levels, into fat and store it. That's what it's geared for. It is so easy to store fat from carbohydrates. And our bodies over a million years have evolved that if there's a lot of that in there, we're going to store it because this is for later. We can only use so many grams of sugar right now, so many grams of glucose right now. We need to store this for later. Let's turn it into fat. So and it, there's a very efficient enzymatic and, and, and uh, chemical process that we do that. You, you can't change a million years or f- six million years of evolution or for mammals and have had that 40 million years of evolution as mammals. You can't change that. So you got to be careful with your carbs because when, you know, insulin is released from a high blood sugar, you have, say you have, you know, three slices of pizza, your blood sugar spikes, your pancreas, an organ in your belly, releases insulin, the most powerful uh, anabolic hormone, and pushes um, protein into cells, 
pushes sugar into cells and, and helps with creating fat, all three. So that's amazing. That's really amazing. Well, guess what? If you're taking in carbs and taking in fat, that'll be pushed into the cells if you're not burning it. And then the next secret, of course, is, you know, what is your lifestyle like? What kind of carbohydrates are you eating? If you're eating a lot of quick, uh, quick carbs, like sugary, fast-burning carbs, if you look on what's called the glucemic index, that's the index that says for humans how fast this food will be converted into blood sugar glucose and get into your bloodstream. What does that mean? Well, it's amazing that a, a white russet potato gets into your bloodstream almost as fast as table sugar. Where, you know, like a Mars candy bar that has nuts in it, fat, slow and protein, that the that chocolate, that sugar in that chocolate is slowed down and it actually hits your system a little slower. Yes, it's true. So that's why if you're gonna have carbohydrates, make sure you have fats or proteins with you so you slow down that insulin reaction, you blunt it. So in review, what is the secret to to weight gain or weight loss, in my opinion, not doing any trends, not looking at what the latest and greatest is. One, drink more water. Two, make sure you get adequate protein all through the day, just not once, all through the day, so your body knows it can heal and speed up the metabolism to do whatever you want it to do. You can run the car where you want it to do. If you maintain your car, it's amazing. It'll go fast, it'll start when you want it to, and that's the uh, factor of protein. Three, eat more often, graze throughout the day. Smaller meals, if you're gonna take in 2,000 calories or 2,500 or 3,000, spread it out every two and a half hours, three hours, that will speed your metabolism up. It's healthier for you. It's healthier for your digestion not to have big boluses, big amounts of food going through your gut. It's really hard on the enzymatic system. And of course, four, what's your proportion? Are you doing a little more protein and a little more fat than carbohydrates? If you want to gain weight, for those uh, thin, skinny 14-year-olds out there that want to make the football team next year, you're going to have to up your carbs. Get plenty of protein, get 100 grams, but you're going to have to up your carbohydrates and you will gain weight. If you just want straight muscle and lose the fat, you know, cut down your carbs, add more fats, add more proteins, and eat more often. Well, Fred, I can't eat more often. I can't do this. Make protein shakes smoothies, not high sugar smoothies. Don't put, you know, all those uh, frozen fruits in there for taste like some of my kids do. And they've basically made themselves a sugary snack. Because um, when you when the blades of the blender break down the fruit, that's basically what your body does. And it's basically sugar. And that's okay. I'm not against the juice, man. You know, you're getting your vitamins and minerals. And maybe that's the final thing I should talk about. No matter what your diet is, your metabolism will keep slow. Your metabolism will keep slow if you're not getting the vitamin C you need, the zinc you need. If you're not getting the vitamins you need, are you getting your B-complex vitamins, are you getting minerals? Minerals are usually trace minerals, specifically zinc, selenium, ones like that are very um, scarce in a processed food diet or the normal diet that's out there. What does that mean? Your metabolism will stay slow if your body is, can't heal because you're not getting enough vitamins and minerals because it's looking for that for all the processes of our body. Vitamins and minerals are cofactors. They help all metabolic factor, um, processes, all of them. And if you're not getting enough, 
you're just going to, you know, keep those pounds on. If you're not getting enough, you're not going to gain weight. I'll, I'll look at some, um, a 14-year-old's diet who's trying to make the football team next year. He wants to gain 20 pounds. And I'm looking at his diet and I say, do you take vitamins and minerals? I'm looking at this. This is a good diet, but you're not getting enough zinc. You're not getting enough selenium. Just looking at it, you're not getting enough vitamin C. Your body will stay slow until all your RDA of all your vitamins are reached. Those are cofactors that your body's always looking for. It's amazing when I talk to lifters and athletes. So there's athletes out there who don't pop at least a multivitamin or multimineral to cover those deficits. And a lot, of, a lot of people say, well, you can get that all from your diet. Really? I look at your diet. You don't got enough vitamin C in it. I look at your diet. There's not enough zinc in here. My goodness. When's the last time you had any, you know, seafood? So looking at those things, you have to make sure that you're getting all your nutritional um, micronutrients, vitamins and minerals filled. If you're not, your body will, weight will not change. So again, more water, more protein, eat more often, change the percentage, get your protein up if you want to um, lose weight, lose fat. You know, you can up your carbohydrates a little bit if you want and, um, and you'll gain weight. And that's fat, too. You'll gain fat, too. But if you're trying to do that, it's fine. You can eat less often if you want to, you know, gain weight, too. And make sure you're getting your micronutrients. Quick 30-second personal story. So what did I do? I just added more cookies to my diet. I added more potatoes and starches to my diet. And the weight just came on. I also skipped breakfast. I would eat, like, one bagel or something like that. I did not have a good, you know, my normal eggs and bacon and a protein shake for breakfast. Didn't do that. I, you know, went to a more carbohydrate breakfast and a little protein. Made sure I got my minimal amount of protein. But I added more carbohydrates to my diet. Didn't up my calories much and put on 50 pounds. Now, to reverse it, I'll just eat more often, too, and add the protein. I also cut down how often I ate. Two times a day, three times a day. That's it instead of grazing, having protein between meals. So to reverse that, all you have to do is, you know, eat more often, eat more protein. Your body's basically an earth suit and you can design it the way you want. You just have to have a little bit of science and a little bit of discipline, how often you eat, what you eat, and the types you eat. And keep drinking your water and stay hydrated. And that goes out to a friend of mine who's an attorney who doesn't drink enough water. And this has been another Fact Podcast.